1: Hello, welcome. Yes, this is Kathy. And today I'm diving into a different perspective on the topic of stress, specifically how to find your calm above the stress. We live in a fast-paced world where everything is changing at a rapid rate. Collectively and globally, we've experienced a pandemic situation that was totally unexpected. As I record this close to the end of 2020, people around the world are experiencing extreme levels of stress, which very often leads to unhealthy diet, poor immunity, numerous health issues, and more stress. It can be a vicious circle if it's out of control. Today's topic is about finding ways to manage stress so it doesn't control you. Every single day, each of us experiences various levels of stress, some of it is healthy and manageable, some not so manageable, and it invariably leads you to emotion. Being able to cope effectively with it is very important for long-term health, both physically and mentally. Here's the details of what you're going to hear in this episode. Stress, a double-sided coin. Emotion can override calmness. We're gonna talk about common coping mechanisms and keeping daily stress positive and healthy. Then we'll talk about what is calm above the stress and how to find your calm above the stress. And finally, we'll get into related episodes of the Sugar Switch Podcast. Let's get started with stress, a double-sided coin. Stress is like a double-sided coin that you need to have in your life. In fact, you really can't have a healthy, happy, effective life without it. The positive side of the coin is the side you need, a moderate amount of stress. It keeps you motivated, keeps you going, keeps the adrenaline running in a healthy way, and it keeps things interesting for you. It's energizing, healthy, and good. The other side of the coin is different. It's negative, overpowering stress that goes beyond the moderate range. It's when you feel like stress is on overload and it starts to cause health issues physically, emotionally, and mentally. It can leave you feeling anxious, perhaps angry, overwhelmed, maybe even overpowered or powerless, and it can drain your energy. The negative side of stress is a very big driver of sugar. It causes you to seek your comfort zone, and that most often means eating refined foods or foods that are full of sugar. Comfort foods are a way of coping, but that's a band-aid, a short-term solution that doesn't work. Comfort foods actually corner you and keep you stuck. I'll talk more about it in just a minute. Let's talk about emotions. They can override calmness. Emotions are absolutely a normal part of being human. Emotions come and go, rise and fall within each of us every day, depending on what's happening in the moment. Emotions themselves are not good or bad. It's what we attach to those emotions and what we do with the emotions that ultimately shapes them into either positive or negative. Studies that have been done on human behavior have found that people are not thinking logically or rationally when emotions are high particularly regarding fear. It has been scientifically proven that fear short circuits neurological pathways in the brain, which stop a person from thinking rationally. To a certain extent, emotion, especially fear, governs certain parts of the human brain. It can impair the brain, affecting behavior and decision-making. Exceedingly strong or out of control emotion like rage can override everything you do in the moment. The emotional side of stress can drag you down, lower your physical energy, confuse everything mentally, and drive you to suddenly be out of control, which can easily lead to a negative outcome. When you're in an emotional state, you could feel like you are suffering from a different form of pain, emotional pain. Emotional pain can cause physical issues in the body. It can also spark negative emotional touch points or experiences, often called emotional buttons. Those emotional touch points or buttons can lead you further into stress and negativity if you are drawn in by them. When any of your buttons are pushed, various emotional memories and meanings can amplify negativity. This overrides calmness and drives you into a downward spiral if you are drawn into it. Here are some examples of emotional touch points or buttons. Anger, disappointment, sadness, regret, jealousy, anxiety or nervousness, fear, guilt or shame, feeling lonely, feeling bored, feeling inadequate and feeling possessive. Here's why it's necessary to find your calm above the stress. The emotion can completely take over and it results in a downward spiral that can be difficult to get out of. A negative downward spiral of emotion becomes self-perpetuating. It tends to magnify negative emotions or feelings, which keeps the cycle going, making things even worse. It can cause more regret, more guilt, more shame, and sometimes even embarrassment. It can cause a feeling of helplessness and defeat. It can keep you stuck and feeling powerless. What is needed here is a way to slow down and detach from the negative emotion of buttons or touch points or experiences. This will stop the negative downward spiral of emotion where calmness can be restored. We'll talk about ways to do this in just a few minutes. First, let's take a step back and talk about common coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms are learned from our grandparents and parents. Those are coping skills that they were taught throughout their lives. Those same coping mechanisms are taught to us and they become our habit. Unfortunately, in a lot of cases, those ways of coping were faulty. Please understand, there's no blame here. Our parents or grandparents cared and they were doing their best from what they knew at the time. Fortunately, there's been a lot of awareness and progress about how to cope with stress. Sometimes coping mechanisms are connected to cultural upbringing. For instance, my family has English-Irish roots where the code of conduct meant that you simply didn't talk about whatever was upsetting you or stressing you or how you feel. It was stiff upper lip or, oh no, what would people think? I was taught that coping meant put up and shut up. In other words, keep it to yourself. Here are some of the most common coping mechanisms that are faulty because they only work temporarily and in the end, there's no real solution and no lasting calmness. The first one is, give me comfort. As a kid, were you ever given your favorite cookies or sweet treat to make you feel better every time something happened that was upsetting instead of being encouraged to talk about it? I sure was. Comfort foods are a way of coping, but that doesn't help you find calmness. It doesn't help you deal with your feelings or find solutions to issues. Comfort foods are a temporary solution at best with the additional problem of causing health issues. Almost all comfort foods involve high amounts of sugar and refined foods, including salty, unhealthy foods, which lead to sugar-related issues like sugar addiction, inflammation, fatty liver, kidney issues, pre-diabetes, diabetes, and heart issues. The second common coping mechanism is using the pleasure of food to numb emotion. This is similar to seeking comfort. The difference here is that any delicious food will do, not just sugar or junk food, and not just when a situation occurs. Emotional overeating is more to the point. The pleasure of continuously eating food is an easy and common way to temporarily feel good, numbing whatever anxiety or emotion you're feeling, and to avoid dealing with the root of the issue. When the food is gone and that numbness wears off, the anxiety of the issue or the stress is still there, including whatever the root cause is. The third common coping mechanism is lock it up and bury it. Burying stress and emotions deep inside you is definitely a faulty mechanism. In order to avoid feeling the emotion or the pain or looking at what's really going on for you on a deeper level, you may be tempted to lock it up tight, throw away the key, and bury the locked box deep inside you. I know all about burying things deep inside. It can give you a false sense of relief because it seems to work for a while, It can even work for decades, but inside that locked Pandora's box, the issues won't stop their continuous tug or stop calling to a part of you, and the noise will just keep getting louder and louder over time. Let's talk about keeping daily stress positive and healthy. Here are six tips that are helpful and effective in keeping everyday stress on the positive side. Tip number one, switch things up in your daily dietary habits by adding real nutrient-dense foods and reducing or eliminating refined foods and sugar. There are four nutrients to add to your diet through foods, which can help you to physically deal with the stress and reduce the tendency to be driven towards sugar. Those are vitamin C, calcium, B vitamins, and magnesium. Tip number two, exercise. Exercise is a great stress reducer because it stimulates the brain to release endorphins, which are your body's natural feel-good chemicals. It also reduces stress by giving you a mental break, refocusing your attention on physical activity. Tip number three, laughter. Laughter's a great stress releaser with plenty of benefits, whether you're actively seeking humor as a release or you routinely look for the humorous side in situations. Tip number four, connecting with nature can be very calming and help you to create balance in your life. That can include unplugging from electronic devices for a short period of time, which can be extremely beneficial. Tip number five, plan for good sleep by having or developing a relaxing evening routine so that you can sleep well every night. Tip number six, take the time to find joy and gratitude in your life. Spend quality time with the people you love. This is really important. These six tips help you to keep stress to the positive side of the coin. Yet, what about when something happens and stress suddenly turns to the negative side of the coin? Let's look at finding your calm above the stress, starting with what is calm above the stress? Calmness is found at a higher vibrational level, which is literally above the vibrational level of negative stress. Let me explain. Ancient Greek teachings tell us about the concept of energy and how we are all part of the circle of life. Everyone is connected by spiritual energy, even if they choose not to believe it. Modern science has been able to prove what the ancient Greeks taught us, that human beings are a form of energy that vibrates, and everything around us is a form of vibrational energy as well. We are vibrational beings that are bioelectric, meaning that we emit electrical energy that can be measured in electric impulses by modern scientific methods vibrational energy continually flows through your body's cells tissues organs and systems strong healthy cells have high vibrational energy or frequency weak unhealthy cells have low vibrational energy or frequency higher vibrational energy is also created by calmness and by positive stress that is motivational and healthy. It's created by being connected to the one source or the circle of life. It's created by healthy, real foods that have their own vibrational energy, which adds to your vibrational energy. And it's created by positive thinking and positive emotions, love, kindness, and gratitude. Lower vibrational energy comes from chaos, fear, and negative emotions. It comes from high amounts of negative stress that's overpowering and unhealthy. It comes from not feeling connected to the one source or the circle of life. And it's created by unhealthy food, like sugar and refined foods, that have low vibrational energy, which reduces your vibrational energy. Maintaining a higher level of energy encourages calmness and helps stability both emotionally and physically. It allows you to be open to positive energies and new ideas and solutions to issues. It helps you stay connected to the one source or the circle of life. It helps stabilize physical energy and can allow your body to heal itself or protect itself from illness. Let's talk about how to find your calm above the stress. Finding your calm above the stress involves recognizing when stress is becoming negative and difficult and taking steps to make changes in your stress level so you stay healthy and positive. It involves being able to acknowledge the stress and any emotion attached to it and release or detach from that emotion so you're not drawn into knee-jerk reactions or quick decisions based solely on emotion. It involves being able to stop fear from taking over, which keeps you thinking clearly and frees you from being controlled by emotions or outside forces. It involves being able to think more rationally, making better decisions. Calm above the stress involves connecting to a power that is higher than you and higher than all of us, no matter what you choose to call that power, the circle of life, creator, universal power, divine intelligence, or God. It also involves releasing negative emotions that can keep you stuck. Here are three tips on how to find your calm above the stress. I have to have a little note or disclaimer here. If you're extremely stressed or extremely emotional, do not operate any type of equipment or machinery, including driving a vehicle. Some of these tips must not be done while operating any sort of machinery, including driving a vehicle. Tip number one, releasing strong negative emotions. This is how to disconnect from the emotion and stop a downward negative spiral. It's not always easy to do, but it can be very powerful and open you up to positive possibilities that were previously hidden because of the emotion. You might want to be alone to do this, and it's best not to be involved in any activity or task when releasing strong emotion. When you feel a storm of emotion, don't fight it or push it down inside you, and don't get involved in it. Sit down, close your eyes, and let the emotion come out without being judgmental and without taking physical action be present with the emotion as an observer only not as a participant in other words don't get involved in the emotion by judging it or trying to analyze it or to find out where it came from or what it's about instead just visualize an open door and let it blow through the open door. Know that it's okay to acknowledge and feel the emotion without becoming involved or taking any action at all. It's like a strong wind or a storm that will pass without your help. You don't need to hold on to the emotion, and you don't need to do anything except let it go. If you are releasing an extremely negative emotion like anger or rage, don't get drawn into the emotion and don't take any action. Instead, visualize yourself holding tightly onto an object that is grounded and strong enough to resist the storm. Visualize yourself being out of the storm's path, but being able to witness the storm passing. By letting the emotion completely go without judging it or taking part in it, you will be raising your vibrational energy and you will feel more calm and peaceful when the emotion is gone. If you get involved with the emotion, you will be holding on to the emotion and it will stay within you. The key is to let it go. Tip number two, deep breathing. Deep breathing has been proved to reduce stress very effectively and quickly. It can be done at any time and it literally takes just seconds. All it takes is awareness and focus to consciously slow your breathing down and breathe deeply. Deep breathing can also help you get out of fight or flight mode so your body can stop producing the emergency response hormones adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. It helps your body to physically feel less anxious. Tip number three, meditation. Meditation is related to deep breathing, although the two are not exactly the same. Meditation should not be done while operating any sort of machinery. There are various methods of meditation. Meditation is most often done with your eyes closed and involves focusing your attention on your breathing as you go within, allowing yourself to simply be in the moment, in the present time. The result is relaxation and peacefulness. It is the most common way to experience connection with your inner self or guiding higher power. It can facilitate openness to possibilities, connecting you with your inner self, your heart center, and your divine intuitive power. Let's talk about related episodes of the Sugar Switch Podcast. There's a long list of previous episodes that are related to stress. I will list just a few of them. If you'd like complete access to a list of all episodes by title and by episode number and all transcripts, I invite you to join the Sugar Switch Podcast Transcript Library by going to wwwthesugerswitchcom forward slash order forward slash T-S-S-P dash T-R-A-N-S-C-R dash L-I-B-R-A-R-Y one forward slash. Here are some of the episodes that you might be interested in listening to. T-S-S-P-007, Stress, The Silent Driver of Sugar Consumption. T-S-S-P-008, Put the Brakes on Stress. T-S-S-P-009, Emotions, Hush the Raging Conductor of Cravings. tssp 33 Sugar and Your Brain, Part 4, Anxiety, TSSP096, Your Immune System, Part 5, The Stress Factor, TSSP099, Vibrational Energy, Part 1, Food. Here's the one minute recap. Today's episode included lots of information about stress, a double-sided coin, emotion and how it can override calmness, common coping mechanisms, keeping daily stress positive and healthy, and... We answered the question, what is calm above the stress? Then we talked about how to find your calm above the stress. Then finally, related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. Here's the bottom line. Stress is very definitely something that you will always have to some degree. When it's manageable and keeps you motivated and energized, it's positive and healthy. When it's overpowering, leaves you anxious and starts to cause health issues, it's negative and unhealthy. There are ways to keep daily stress positive and healthy, and there are ways to manage extreme stress so you can find your calm, which is literally above the stress. By finding your calm above the stress, you'll be able to stop any negative downward spiral of emotion related to stressors and you will be able to connect with your inner intuitive power so you are open to possibilities that were previously hidden by the stress. I'm super excited to tell you that I now have a Facebook group called Sugar Switch with Kathy and I'd like to invite you to join. It's a public group and anyone is welcome to join. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash sugar switch with Kathy forward slash. I'll be in the group every day during the week and you can ask me questions. You'll be able to get support from me and from others who are on a similar journey with sugar. There'll be lots of interesting information for you within the group. The Sugar Switch Podcast is the only weekly, short, sweet, and to the point podcast program that switches things up to give you a unique perspective about sugar, nutrition, and your health. Every episode's available on the thesugarswitchpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, and on Android. Until next time, live the sweet life by switching out harmful foods and switching in real nutritious foods
0: one step at a time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch podcast. Thanks for tuning in.